in this week's Complaint Corner, The Rings of Power, Harley Quinn, and some other shit. This is Critically Complaint. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve, and first we're going to talk about kind of the Rings of Power, but more of just Amazon as a whole, uh, and this will lead directly into our conversation about Rings of Power. Um, so Amazon has introduced a new tactic to try to combat internet trolls, which is always a good idea in my opinion, because internet trolls are the worst. Uh, and that tactic is a 72-hour delay on user reviews of all of their new shows. Uh, and it is being implemented uh, with uh, the Rings of Power, which <clears throat> makes sense. Uh, and I, I, th I think that this tactic might not work super well, but at the same time, the internet is one of those funny places where if you can just wait long enough, people stop caring because they just move on to the next thing. So maybe just forcing people to come back and make a review later is all that it would take to make them not bother to make a review. I don't know. What do you think, Steve? Uh, well, first of all, I'm not sure I understand. Are you saying that, like, if I go to review something, I'm not allowed to make a review for three days after it premieres? Or I'm not allowed, That's or correct. like, I can write my review and then I hit send and then it delays for three days? No, I th no, no, no. I think that you cannot make a review for three days after the premiere. That is my, that is... I believe the understanding. And I've seen uh, this. I, okay, I don't, I don't know if like it's on this Amazon then. or not, but you don't like that? No. no. Like, you'd rather, like, that they okay, so, uh, like, make it so you can just make a review right away? So, like, the difference here is, like, they're trying to go for, like, a cool off period, like when you buy a gun, but, like, the waiting period for buying a gun is so you don't go kill somebody with it and you have a chance to, like, chillax. Whereas, like, this is just somebody being petty. And I think petty people are willing to come back later and ruin somebody's day three days later all you're really doing is preventing people from giving honest criticism right away i'm sorry it's like, but I it's like when you're fucking they, like when they don't send review copies of games to specific people because they know they're going to tear them apart and they only send it to people they know will give them praise this is the same thing it's the same thing okay okay i see that uh that's, that's a that's a fair point uh i still i i think that this might be a good idea i'm wondering if it's going to like actually be effective but, like, I'm willing to allow them to give it a shot and see what happens. Because a lot of the people who uh, give, like, one-star reviews on a show based off of a single episode that they saw are not giving honest reviews. They just get upset about weird bullshit and decide to just uh, negative review bombard, bombard well, you're not wrong. new shows. You're not wrong. And like, negative like people that, are louder. That, That's true. Yeah, negative people are louder and negative people are impulsive. So, like, forcing them, or at least angry people are generally impulsive. I think that fair. that's a fair. Uh, so by forcing them to not post a review right away, and it's like, all right, like, oh, you don't like the show? That's fine. But, you know, you got to wait three days before you can post a review. Uh, like, that means that that cool-off time will allow them to actually, if they their criticisms are truly valid and they really want to give a one-star review... Uh, it will at least give them time to truly think about it uh, instead of just uh, having this sort of reactionary, I don't like it because black people kind of a kind of a reaction, which is sure. generally speaking, not doesn't lead to a good well, review. I don't think those particular opinion. group of people are going to be having a problem with waiting three days to say that. But yes, uh, I think this is going to wind up shooting them in the foot, though, because I feel like most people who leave positive reviews will do it immediately or not at all. And I feel That's like true, not having, like, complainy people or the people who are just get their little dicks hard by ruining other people's creative work. I feel like those people are more than happy to, like, fuck somebody yeah, up Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, long wait term. three days, like, you know, set a reminder and just Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if this matters to you, yeah. like, if, you know, if, if somebody was rude to you in a restaurant, you're willing to tear them down on Yelp. You're not going to wait, like, or you're going to wait those three days if you feel like it's going to ruin them. But, like... The guy who had a good experience with something, it's like, oh man, this show was pretty entertaining, and I feel like my time wasn't wasted having consumed it, but I'm not going to wait three That's days to tell much. anybody that. That is pretty much how I feel about Rings of Power. So I guess, you know, let's just, that that is interesting. You might be right, Steve. I, I think that it's it's interesting to think about, like, you know, the people who like the show, or the people who are, like, lukewarm, but, like, not super passionate. Like, the people who are like, yeah, I thought it was all right. Like, you know, someone who gives it, like, a three out of five. Those people are probably not going to come back 
yeah. and give it a positive review later. Like, it's like, who cares? That's, like, I, I'm That's not the unwritten rule that. about media. If you're doing a good job, most people will just not tell you. They'll only tell you if you're doing a bad job. That's true. You know, that's a good, that's a very good point. Uh, so this might just wind up huh. being 100% like negative feedback from people who spitefully stewed for three days writing this fucking diatribe of what was wrong with the thing. Rather than just yeah. like you, fucking, you might be right. I, I'm very, very curious to see if this will have an impact on the user reviews at all, good or bad. Like I'm just uh, maybe just the it'll decrease the amount of reviews. I don't. I know. think it'll I just, dr- they, definitely do I'm that. Good curious. or bad, less reviews are going to happen now. Uh, yeah, I'm just very curious as to like how this is going to work and like what effect it's actually going to have. Like you can but slash that by fifty we'll percent, unless of course. Unless, of course, they've been using bots for reviews this whole time, in which case they'll probably just get to bypass this waiting period with their own bots. So maybe there'll be three days of stellar reviews. You know, that's actually, that's a thing, too, is that, like, a lot, I know for a fact that a lot of, like, the one-star reviews that you see on these sites, a lot of them are from bots. Like, you know, it's just, (laughs) it's like one dude who designed a program and so that, you know, all these bots would just flood this show with these negative reviews. And now they can't, or at least not immediately. I mean, the computer doesn't have a problem waiting three days. Uh, No, a computer theoretically wouldn't have a problem three days. But like, I don't know, maybe would they have to change the code of the bots? I know literally nothing about how bots work. Like, I, I have no idea. I'm not a... I'm not a programmer in any sense of the word. <laughs> I took a few programming classes in college, but I barely passed them. <laughs> and nice. that shit changes all the time anyway. So, like, I, that's, that is not my area of expertise. I'm pretty sure most computer uh, but, programming is just black magic anyway, so. <laughs> that's kind of how I've always seen it. Like, it's like, yeah, it works. Uh, and if it doesn't work, hit it with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's pretty much it. <laughs> right? Pretty much. Anyway. So, uh, the Rings of Power, we might as well just jump straight into this. So, I have only seen the first episode, but, uh, I do want, I do want to continue watching it, and don't feel free to spoil it for me, I, I don't care about spoilers. Alright. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, Steve, what are, what are your, what are your initial thoughts? What's your, the first thing that springs to mind, uh, about Rings of Power, since you've seen the first two episodes? Um, I'm not scared off yet. But I'm not drawn okay. in either, if that helps. Yeah, yeah. I definitely I definitely see where you're coming from. I you know, like Here's I, said, the thing. I only saw the first episode. Galadriel is yeah. probably the lamest of our main characters. She kind of is. Which is a bummer, yeah. you know? I'm not that into Galadriel from Lord of the Rings anyway. Like I understand she's like a powerful and important in the world, but like as far as things she does for the story. Just not a lot. She's there, you know. I've she's, always, she's a checkbox. I, I was always very con- like I'm not a Lord of the Rings uh, loreist. Uh, like that shit is very complicated, and I don't know it. But uh, I never knew that Galadriel was like a badass in the past. Like, is that a thing in canon? Yes. Or did they just kind of yes. embellish it a little um, bit for the show? So like, a lot of these elf characters were really badass in the Second Age. And I'm not going to pretend like I know okay. everything about fucking Lord of the Rings, but I, I have definitely read a little Silmarillion, and I I mean, as much as is penetrable, because that, fu- that book is a fucking travesty, but like... I will never read Don't bother. It doesn't I do you any good. You it. won't be improved as a person. It doesn't matter. But like, yeah. fucking... No, so Gladriel is just like a regular... They took too much The Hobbit and not enough The Lord of the Rings, if you see what I mean. Um, I mm. She's just regular badass action lady, and... I don't think we should have focused on her anyway. As if all the characters we had to pick from, I don't think she was the right one. I know she's not the I only protagonist we have, but she's the only named protagonist I, from the following movies that is a protagonist in this. And it's like... That's exactly eh, why they, they focused on her. With the exception of, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, Gandalf. Oh, so Gandalf was the one who, like, crashed in the comet yeah. at the end yeah. of the first episode? Okay. I was wondering. I was like, is that is that Gandalf? <laughs> like, yeah, like, so, like, like I, I don't know if you sense, know this or not, but, like, Gandalf's, like... He's, like, a demigod. Yeah, he's a something. Right? I, I don't know what the equivalent of it is. Vanir, I want to say? I don't know. Who gives a shit? He's a something. And that was him falling from space. All right. And, like, right. you know, we got, like, the little hobbit, not hobbit girl, because it's not a hobbit. It's like a hobbit, but oh, it's yeah. not a hobbit. Because if I remember my genealogy of hobbits correctly, and I probably don't, there was two species of short folk that kind of just 
bred together and that wound up being the hobbit race so she's not a human she's a neanderthal uh, i like is that i guess that's the closest <laughs> Close to... approximation sure i mean she's basically a hobbit though <laughs> like, yeah more or less she's a hobbit as but far like, as we're the concerned. species didn't always exist like the other ones do. well not always but for a long time you know they're a really new race and okay. like the more animalistic i don't want to say animalistic but like the the, the these ones and a more people-like race kind of bled together, and that made the hobbits. Like, the living in the little houses inside hillsides, that was the contribution from the not-these-guys race. Oh. Okay, wait, so... I'm sorry. Don't worry about again, it. It I'm doesn't kidding. matter. This, it doesn't this matter? is a hobbit right, for all intents matter. and purposes. Whatever. This is a hobbit. They're basically hobbits, but, like, they're sort of like a weird ancestral Proto species hobbit. of hobbits. Yeah, they're proto hobbits. All right, that works for me. That's okay. that's really all. Yeah, I we need got to know. proto hobbits. I like her. She's she's I fine, I guess. I'm glad that Gandalf joined the team because I was really hoping that there was going to be something I cared about happening, and yeah, Gandalf yeah, is actually a thing I like. He's so I'm glad he's here. It's weird to see him not be Sir Ian McKellen, but I understand why he's not, because you know. That would be very strange if they somehow de-aged Sir Ian McKellen. Like, they wouldn't I'm have to de-age him. they just leave him a nice <laughs> old man. Gandalf's already old. Whatever. Also, Gandalf yeah, can't talk. No. He has, like, no memories or anything when he landed, so he's just, like, screaming oh, a lot. That's interesting. That's weird. Yeah, I, I'm sure I, I that'll get fixed later. to watch, watch future episodes. Yeah. And then we've got Elrond. Uh, Elrond is not Agent Smith, but he's fine, I guess. You know, he, yeah, he seems okay. I was surprised at how much of a uh, how much of a relationship that he and Galadriel had. I guess I shouldn't be that surprised because, like, yeah, all right, fine. Like, they definitely did know of each other, and I think didn't they interact in the Hobbit movies in like the second and third ones? Um, I yes, they were all hunting for did. Sauron together there, or the the ghost of Sauron. Do, do or the Hobbit films count as canon in this sort of like cinematic universe thing that they're trying to build? Like, is I mean, this canon I to guess, the Lord of the Rings? I guess Hobbit the films? Hobbit trilogy counts as the Hobbit for this particular batch of stuff. Yes. Right. But, like, okay. another thing that bothers the hell out of me, actually, about this, and she brought it up, is that Galadriel is fucking rock hard for hunting down Sauron, and she's just yeah. super mellow about it in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Like, like she's more active this... in the Hobbit movies, if we're counting those as canon. But, like, in the original batch of movies, she's like, yeah, Sauron's out there, but someone other than me is going to have to deal with that. I can't possibly go do it myself. Where she should be yeah, fucking like donning armor and charging out the there with two swords in hand and one in her teeth. Like, the Galadriel <laughs> we met in no, this yeah, show it, would it, not it have been strange, sitting by. Especially, like, her whole deal is that, she, I guess she's trying to get, like, revenge on her brother. Or for her brother, yes. I should say. It's it's kind of uh, boring. It's kind of boring. It is. It is a She's like boring. a super the witch, thing... and they basically just made her revenge guy. I, I don't know. Yeah, and, it, like, I feel like revenge, in my head, is, like, the most obvious of motivators for any character. It's a perfectly like acceptable character... alpha motivator, <sighs> as long as you have something else that makes you, you know, stick to... Yeah, like, like... revenge just doesn't trip my trigger uh, anymore, at least. Like, it's like, yeah, okay, like, so-and-so wants revenge. Well, they usually pair it with some other kind of flaw, like a self-destructive attitude or something, but, like, they're basically yeah. making her out to be right. Yeah, like, the the flaw is that she's the only one who is continuing to care about the clear and obvious threat. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, uh... Well, maybe, no, okay, fair's fair. As far maybe, as these guys know, Sauron's been dead for, like, a hundred years. Yeah, I guess maybe it's the fact that, like, the way that this show worked, like, I think the first 20 minutes of the first episode covered like 10,000 years or some shit like it's, yeah it the first episode felt like a huge prologue then the episode never started uh yes in many ways it did yeah this the show is very slow moving so far uh which i don't know if that's a like a positive like in some ways i'm glad that they're not rushing it uh, but, like, I don't really know what's happening. I imagine I really by, like, what, episode like, three, we're going to have established plot. I should hope so. I should definitely I'm also hope hoping so. that these characters will interact with each other at some point. Like, I'm hoping that Gandalf meets some elves soon, or, like, uh, our, our elf 
patrolman guy who is our other main character. I'm hoping that he winds up meeting with other people or something because if his solo adventure is just about like fucking hunting goblins in the woods or something, that's that does not <laughs> yeah, an exciting Lord of the Rings tale lame. make. So, all right, Steve, uh, I guess we should maybe discuss the elephant in the room with this show. And uh, so how do you feel about, uh, like, changing the races of characters? Like, how do you, how does it, does it, well, first of all, Adam, if you you ask that question, you're a racist. I, you know, I, I, it's so awkward to even talk about this at all. No, it's not. I'll do it right now. Tell you what. Uh, I don't care that the dwarves have black guys in them. That doesn't matter, because as far as I know, the dwarves can be whatever color you want. I don't have any proof to the contrary. I mean, the only dwarves we saw in the movies were white guys, but that was a batch of, like, a sample size of, like, ten. You know, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, I tend to agree. I don't really care as strongly about the I don't care that the the hobbits or proto-hobbits or whatever have a black guy in them, because, like... But the elves, though. I'm getting there. (laughs) All right. <laughs> I don't care that because, right. like, first of all, they're not even hobbits; they're proto hobbits. So, probably, maybe they had um, different levels of melanin among them when they were proto hobbits. I don't know, but even if they weren't, I really find it hard to care. And like, the the black guy elf. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that when Tolkien wrote this thing in fucking 1937 or whatever he wrote the book, or 27 or whenever he wrote these books, I think it's 27. Yeah. Okay. He probably wasn't considering a more ethnically diverse cast of characters. And Certainly I'm not. pretty sure that he didn't write them to be any black elves. But this isn't a real character, so who cares? Like, you can have yeah. a black elf. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, I'm going to tell I, you a I've thing heard... after we're done with this about what they did with the Lord of the Rings character in Magic. Because there's Lord of the Rings characters in oh. Magic, by the way. And we'll, Weird. We'll, okay, we'll address that But I after we finish this topic of discussion. I don't really care so, if there's a black elf. It makes no fucking generally difference. Generally speaking, generally speaking, I don't care either. Like in in a really uh like every franchise, like you know, they can race bend characters all the live long day and generally I just don't give a shit as long as the characters like act like the characters they are supposed to be. Uh, uh, I care now, more about the, that. Yeah, me too. Uh, but the, the one thing that I have to unfortunately admit, like the argument that does have some merit, especially with the elves, the elves for me are the, are the, the hard ones because do the elves not have a very clearly established like migration pattern? Like the elves didn't come from different regions of the world. They all came from, uh, whatever Valinor. Is that what it's called? Like the, you know, the place far in the West. Elfland with the, that's. You know, the place that Gladriel almost went back right. to. And, like, presumably, because every elf we've ever seen uh, looks that way, they're white. <laughs> like, and so it does feel a little odd when I think about it uh, to have a black elf. I, I like, but maybe that's just my own assumptions that I'm making. Like, because it doesn't truly matter. It really doesn't affect the story being told in any definable way. Well, if you want to play devil's advocate about it, uh, the different colored people came from adapting to different parts of the world. And since elves have a perfect world where there's no problems and no weathers and sun conditions to adapt to, they should all be the same color. Yeah. I mean, like if you want to be devil's advocate about it, if you truly wanted to be like stone cold, uh, logical about it. Yeah. I mean, I guess the elves all should be white. But I also think that in the mod- in today's day and age, to cast every character, especially every character of a specific race that is supposed to be like godlike, sort of, uh, as white, just doesn't okay, really come Morgan across Freeman. the way that it's supposed to. Well, I'm not. I no no no. But you wouldn't it be weird? I guess. <sighs> I don't even know. I don't really the know. The pale where color of the Caucasian this. makes them look more fucking pure. That's why they do that. I yeah, I know. Which is which is racist, right? Like you know, being being more white means you're more I mean, pure. I mean, I don't that think that's like what they mean when they do it. Thing. I don't think it's a race angle. I think it's just the paleness makes them look untarnished and therefore pure, like the same way a white linen does. Right. I don't think they're yeah. thinking and like, you, oh, I can't be a black elf because black elves can't do 
good stuff. I don't think that's what they're thinking when they do that. I mean, fucking Tolkien might have been thinking oh, that. Yeah. He was from 1920s. But, like, I don't think that's what my, people are thinking about now when they make godly figures white. No, I like. I don't think that that was the intent, but it is in many ways the implication. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that that's at all what Tolkien was going for, or at least I hope not, that that's not what Tolkien was going for in the 1920s when he wrote this shit. Uh, but I, I do think that it's like, I remember, I remember years ago, uh, people were complaining about Lord of the Rings and how there are almost no people of color. I think there's no, oh, people I of thought color you were going to talk about how the orcs represent, um, fucking tribal black. People. I was going to get there too. I was going to get there too. And that like the only darker looking, uh, people that we see in Lord of the Rings are these, like these horrible monsters who have no culture and, uh, can, can just be murdered indiscriminately without any need to feel guilty. I mean, about fair's that fair. They used to be elves. Uh, fair. That I, that is fair. <laughs> oh God, never mind. Never mind. Did all of the black elves become orcs? I'm sorry. That was that's horrible. Yikes. Uh, that's yeah. That's fucked up. I but, mean, obviously not. Uh, but... No. I, I mean, in the original Lord of the Rings films, there's like literally three named important female characters and actually none of them are that important but there are three named female characters there's what is it gladriel eowyn and uh whatever aragorn's girlfriend was if I you can even count um, her because i don't eowyn no i said eowyn i can't yeah i don't i barely count her because she does almost nothing there was that lady uh, she, what killed she, the uh the yeah, there is the Rohan lady, the one who killed the Nazgul. There is Galadriel, and there is Aragorn's girlfriend. That's it. Like, <laughs> there are no others. And if you really like, want to, and end. I don't know if you can actually call them that important in those books. Like, I would argue the one that killed the Nazgul, the fucking Nazgul, is the most important one because Galadriel actually didn't really do anything. She gave them like yeah, a, mean, a vial of she, water. Yeah, I mean, the most important thing Galadriel did was just, uh, like, be a source of wisdom and give them things that helped them all later. In yeah, well, and, and she gave like, Gimli some of her hair. she had a much more passive role. You and know? she gave Gimli some hair. And she gave Gimli some hair, and she gave Legolas a bow, and I think she gave, what was it, knives to Pippin and Merry? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember. And she oh, and she gave rope. She gave rope to Sam, which helped she him She did out, give rope to uh, Sam. You're right. I forgot about the elf yep. rope. That was instrumental in scaling <laughs> down that mountain that one time. It was. Like, you know, like, Galadriel did have an impact on the story. I suppose you could uh, say like, she was a little prolific or uh, prophetic, and, prophetic and knew uh, yeah. what to do. So I suppose that's fair. Uh, now, at the same time, it was a very backseat role in the story. Yeah. Like she didn't. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to come out and say featured. this so we can stop dancing around it. It's a fucking boys club. I'm sorry. Lord of the Rings was a boys club. It was written 100 years ago. <laughs> you know what? It was written 100 years ago. Like, I, I do think that it is. Oh, God. There's just no way to talk about this without sounding sexist or racist. But I, let's just it, fucking. You whatever. totally can. Let's it has nothing it. to do with your sensibilities of today. People's. Opinions on things change, and when the nice man yeah. wrote it a hundred years ago, that's just the climate of the time. That was just the way it was, yeah. You like, didn't have women in your key roles in your story, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, and like, but like, now we're making this new story that features significantly more people of color and, uh, and women. And, so and, of and course, one woman for every group of characters, at least. Uh, yeah, at least one woman for every group. Yeah, and uh, like so, of course that there is gonna be some some friction to that. Like this is completely predictable that everyone was going to get upset. I it's because it's, it's Lord of the Rings. That... Well, I mean, yeah, it's Lord of the Rings, and people don't like any form of change in any capacity because Lord of the Rings is like a cornerstone of modern mythology. Like, and, yeah, you are not allowed and, like, to change Lord of the Rings. Invented it a, doesn't. You don't do it. People don't like or, it. Invented a genre, excuse yes. me, not a franchise. Yes, it, you you can't change you things can't ch about the cornerstone of fantasy. People will be very upset about it. There's nothing you can yeah. do about that. You either make it the same, and people complain that there's no representation, or you change it like you did, and you complain about people not following the style guide or whatever. Like, there was no way to win, so I guess they just rolled the fucking dice and did what they felt like they wanted to do. That's fine. I don't care. I agree. I, no, I, I, I fully agree with you. Like, there really wasn't a good way to go about doing it. 
And I do think that it would have been worse, in my opinion, if they just had an entirely white cast. Like, I think that that would have looked much worse for them than what they decided to do, which is some of the characters are black, some of them are Hispanic, and no one talks about it. And let's just move on now, shall we? Which I really think is probably the best I mean, way to go about it. If you it want to end it's... racism, you got to stop talking about it. Morgan Freeman said so. Uh, is that what Morgan Freeman yep. said? Is that true? Mm-hmm. I, oh, well, how right. do you stop people from noticing He's... the differences? You stop pointing them out. Uh, yeah, I guess that 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 makes sense. Uh, but anyway, uh, regardless of the race stuff of uh, Rings of Power, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel super strongly about the show yet. I, it hasn't hooked me yet. It's gorgeous. Like I have to it. Like the cinematography is breathtaking. The the, some of the shots are just dripping with symbolism and are just beautiful to look at. Like I, 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 I think um, the show is very, very pretty. I, I, so in the Lord of the Rings, the, the sword fights and stuff say. were like a lot more grounded, like r- within yes. from, you know, like uh, reality well, played a bigger part in them other than like throwing Gimli that one time. But like, yeah, the, yeah. the when they fight that <laughs> ice moments. troll in the show, it just made me think this is just the Legolas jumping across falling stones scene all over again. Like. Not yeah, everything has I to be this was... fucking bombastic, gravity-defying sword fight. You could have made this a little bit less mm. spazzy, I guess. I, I, I th- in my opinion, I thought that the 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 ice troll fight scene was okay because I do think that they needed to have at least one action scene. Like you just need well, to do something had to happen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, something actually had to occur in the first episode, so like it's fine. Uh, it wasn't an amazing scene, but I do think it was better than Legolas jumping across the rubble or Legolas sliding, using a shield as a, like, skateboard to yeah, slide down Yeah, they, they really leaned much too far into Legolas anime. Uh, they very much did. And, like, I guess sort of, kind of, it's like, like, these are elves. Elves are capable of, like, ridiculous feats of, like, Yeah, they're very talented warriors and stuff, but they've never done anything so ridiculous before. Like, I mean, in Lord of the Rings, they didn't do that. The the jumping off the sword moment was definitely, like, the most silly moment in that fight. Like, Like, I think if they had somehow removed that, it wouldn't have been as bad. It was just the jumping off the sword that it was like... I guess I was just looking for more Game of Thrones, less berserk, I guess. Uh, Actually, speaking of Game of Thrones, it's interesting that both of these shows, uh, House of the Dragon and Rings of Power, are both coming out at the same time. Uh, if I had to compare them, uh, I do think that House of the Dragon is, I'm much more invested in that show than I am in Rings of Power so far. I mean, I'm almost, I've watched the first two episodes of House of the Dragon. I, like, was thinking about watching the second episode of Rings of Power today, but I didn't because I didn't feel like it. Uh, and that's, that's not good. <laughs> like, it's not good that, that, that I'm not invested enough that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll watch it eventually, I guess. Like, it'll be fine. Mm. Uh, that is an issue. Uh, I am wh- very, wh- very cautiously optimistic. Okay. I think they're going right. to get it together on episode three. first two episodes? Okay. I feel that's, like we're yeah. leaning in a direction where stuff might be happening soon, so I'm hoping that we get our, our ball rolling here pretty soon. If three episodes go by and All nothing's right. changed, then this is probably doomed, but we'll see. Do you do you think that this is going to... Like, how many seasons do you think this show is going to have? Uh, well, they have I'm basically guessing, infinite like, time to work two? with, so... <laughs> I mean, as many yeah, as they like, want, I guess. It can go as long as they desire. I think I'm at least kind two. Of hoping, at least two. Yeah, I'm thinking like a two or three season show is probably best. I think if they wanted to do more than like I would say if they want to do any more than four seasons, they're asking for trouble. Like that's that's probably not a good idea. Like they should maybe trim it down and like keep the story more concise. Than I mean, that, the issue opinion. they're gonna have here, I think, is that they can't ever confirm Sauron is back. Ever. Oh, yeah, I guess that's well, can't No, they, they can't, no. because in the Hobbit, in those remake Hobbit movies. Gandalf had to gather the council of, na- of named characters and say, I think Sauron's coming back. And they all oh, had to wait, go, are so you sure is, about that? Does this show take place after Sauron has, like, got his hand, got his fingers chopped off? No. And, like, is the ring no. already out No, 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 no. The ring hasn't even no, been the made yet. the rings haven't been made There's yet. no ring yet. Okay, that's... 
In so, the second episode, we meet the Smith guy that makes the Rings of Power. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, yeah. All right, all right, cool. So, so the rings have not been made yet. Correct. That's fine. There's no rings. They uh, just went to the dwarves to ask them for the help in constructing them. So does that mean that this show is going to end with Sauron being seemingly defeated? Uh, like they're just going to eventually lead to the... Oh gosh, I, almost, I hit my microphone. Uh, they're going to lead to the big climactic fight where he gets his fingers cut off? No, because that's, that's Lord of the, the Rings. Show. Uh, well, I mean, it is Lord of the Rings, but, like, that would be, like, a fitting end to the ultimate story. Because, like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, they can never defeat Sauron. Like, they can never, ever defeat Sauron. And that's not... That that, that will lead to an unsatisfying show, I guess. Like, there's I no... I mean, I oh, think the I safer like plan for them is going to be, like, find a different plot to chase. Like, maybe the armies of orcs are, re are gathering together instead of being a roaming band of bandits or something, and they're going to find out why that is. Or, like, why is the fires uh, of Mount Doom okay. starting again or something? Like, they can't directly reference Sauron until, I guess you're right, until, like, the very last minute when they fight him. But that's not going to be satisfying because, like, they were not even involved in that fight, really. I mean, Elrond was there, but this is so much later in life than than this Elrond we have right, currently. yeah, like... Yeah, like that. I guess that wouldn't work either because that's so much later. So, I mean, the timeline of Lord of the Rings, I'm kind of fuzzy on. And uh, I, I, in some ways, I like that this show exists, even if it's not a hundred percent perfect to like establish canon. It's convenient for me because I, these aren't stories that I know. So, like, I might as well just watch this. It show. It also, it kind of sounds like we haven't even unified the kingdoms of men yet. So. I mean that would make sense. We need but that yeah, because the king of the men? king of the men is the one that gets the ring at the end of the fight with Sauron. So we have to have a king yeah, of so, men before we can have this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. So yeah, there's really no way that this show is going to end with Sauron being seemingly defeated because that's just too much time. Unless they had a huge time jump in this no, show, which no, might we're, happen. We're going to be guess, focusing on something else. I doubt it. Yeah, yeah, you're probably We're going to be right following some breadcrumbs that let the audience know that Sauron is still out there, but the characters probably don't put it together. Or maybe Galadriel will be looking mm -hmm, for it. Mm -hmm. Or maybe she'll finally get that proof she always wanted that he's actually dead, even though we know he's not. And she'll turn into actual Galadriel instead of Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm... I'm feeling pretty much in the same boat as you. I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic. I want it to be good, and, if that helps. Uh, yeah, I mean, shit, me too. Like, why would I not want it to be good? Anyone who wants things to be bad, like, I just want to, like, ask them why. Like, it's like, why would you want something to be bad? Oh, like, well, usually we don't want other people to, to have fun with things we are not going to have fun with. That's usually why we don't want it. I, okay, uh, I just don't get that, but okay, not hateful fine, enough. whatever. If so, other yeah, people have fun and you're not assholes, having fun, you? then why do they get to have fun? That's not fair. Yeah, I just I, I don't uh, I don't agree. Everyone's gotta be a that, miserable that fuck like me at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I would prefer not to be a miserable fuck like. Well, like so would I, but I am one. So we're all gonna join me down here in the pit. Misery uh, loves company. And all, all right, that. we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Oh, now. my news! Uh, I was gonna say piece... about uh, about um, oh. the magic thing. So magic is doing oh, yeah. this thing where they're like absorbing different properties into them sort of like they're making magic sets based on those things like fucking street fighter or um uh that show arcane or whatever had a couple cards in there and so on and so on right. lord of the rings is one of those things they're making a set for lord of the Rings. oh warhammer i forgot warhammer lord of the rings is getting I, one i feel like that's just i feel like that's just wrong to me but at the same time it's magic and uh, I, I'm never going to play It's magic. not it's part of, not like, the main continuity of the story or anything. It's just a fucking cash grab. They're just like, hey, people like okay. this thing and this thing. Let's intersect them. But anyway, um, there's the the battle of uh, the five armies or something. I think it's that one. No, not the battle of five armies. Whatever the one at the end of the Lord of the Rings is called. The one with the, where they're fighting before oh. at, at, at the big castle yeah like fuck i wish i could remember any proper the, nouns in this story the series. gate or whatever like the black gate um uh, yes that, that one that called, that maybe? battle but the one yeah. prior to that that they win before they go to the black gate that one the the big one. Oh, minas tirith no uh, there's helm's deep and then there's minas tirith and i think that's the and then there's the battle like right outside gondor the it's gondor black gate. anyway 
Gondor. Okay. Anywho. Gondor. Okay, the Battle of Gondor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got so, it. uh, it's, there's a bunch of the card art, if you put them together, creates a big scene of that fight with all the named characters in it. Like, you know, this, this named character's card shows them in that spot on the big portrait, and if you put them together, it makes a big fucking picture of it. And in that, they made cool. Aragon a black guy. Oh, oh no. So you, you, you can't be <laughs> doing people, that. Did people lose their shit? I, I don't think enough like, people noticed they... yet to, to be upset about it, because it's... Like, you have to, A, play Magic and Lord of the Rings, or care about both those things, and you have to look at the cards for this set, and you have to care about them changing the race on this guy. But, like, somebody I mean, somewhere cares. I... I honestly don't care if they make Aragorn black. I just don't feel like his race matters at all. Like, whatever. I, mean, I guess it really doesn't, but it's just one of those things where it's like, this is a named character, and you changed him versus this is a never-before-existing character, and you made it a black guy, is what I was the point I was right. trying to make. Yeah, yeah, I, I get you know, that. Random I mean, elf sure can be a black guy. Aragorn is already an existing character that they have changed to be a black guy. Yeah, I, I personally don't have a problem with that, but I totally understand uh, that some people will definitely yeah. have a problem. I was just with pointing that. it out because it works nicely. Will. What we were talking about is a nice parallel. Yeah, no, it definitely does. That's that is interesting. Reminds me a bit of when uh, in the cursed child Harry Potter play they made Hermione black, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Hermione's a fucking curly haired redhead, though. That's the farthest yeah, exactly. from black you can be. Yeah, J.K. Rowling at the time claimed that she, in the books, she only ever described Hermione's hair as being curly. Uh, and so it could be a black person. Ah, I see. J.K. Uh, Rowling is, is pussing out and be like, uh, whatever you yeah, say, man. J.K. Rowling is full of shit is what I'm saying. Yes, J.K. Rowling is an asshole. And also, that's just not true. They described uh, Hermione as being as blushing and they also described hermione as being fair-faced a few times in the books mm. uh which i guess jk rowling just forgot sounds like you did a because, lot of research on uh, this sounds like somebody's a racist <laughs> uh <laughs> that's funny uh no no i'm not racist i just hate jk rowling specifically okay. that's all i just like to to tell her every time she's wrong that's fair. Uh, anyway. Yeah, it doesn't really affect my life either. I just thought it was interesting to point out that there's this is happening in more than one place with the same franchise. Yeah, I, I do think it's I do think it's interesting uh, that it that it's happening in more than one place. Uh, and I just love that people are getting so upset about it. I don't know. It just makes me laugh because like I don't really care. Like I'm just like eh. I'm I'm also like so not loyal to like Lord of the Rings in general. Like I respect Lord of the Rings, or at least I try to, but like I think that the books are boring as fuck. You are and it's correct. It's taken me like I'm it's taken me an incredibly long time to get through them. I'm still in the middle of the two yeah, hours. You know what's fucking awesome about them, Lord of the Rings but... when they finally do the big fight and destroy the ring and there's like a three more chapters of fucking walking home. <laughs> Yeah, that does not surprise me that that's how the book... Yeah, the book ends with them going on a long walk. Yeah. Like, no Well, shit. they have to get back to the Shire <laughs> well, and fucking drop people off as they go. And it's like, man, we could have probably oh just God. called it a day at the, at the, the <laughs> ring burn, but whatever. I don't know. I, I think that it's, like, kind of hilarious how much people care about Lord of the Rings uh, as someone who doesn't care that strongly about it. Like, oh, dude, I, I, and dude. I, do you think we're going to get to see Tom Bombardil in this new show? Ooh, that would be so cool. I really hope that they do Tom Bombadil. They, we did get to see Ents for like two seconds in the first episode, uh, which did I was we? pretty excited about when I saw them. Yeah, like it was like just like two seconds. It was like one shot where you just saw some trees moving oh. and the trees had hands. Oh. And it was like, oh, hey, those are Ents. Perhaps it's the <laughs> Entwives like, that went missing. Uh, maybe it was the Entwives. Uh, I would actually be... I, I've seen some people online talk about how cool it would be if we got to see the Entwives in this show, and I agree. I would love to see the Entwives. I think that'd be neat. Uh, I want to know if they actually look different in, like, a definable way from the normal I imagine they will look this like, different the same way female versions of fictional creatures always look different. They will have softer so features. you telling me... They're gonna have softer features and and bark boobies. I was I was thinking me? bark boobies. Yes, probably like moss <laughs> covered bo uh, boobies. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like yeah. poison ivy. Good. <laughs> for sure. For sure. 
Oh my god. It's not going to be as bad as like uh, a Pixar one where like the dude has a big chunky oval face and the girl has like a fucking, you know, nice narrow triangle face. Uh oh god, I hope it's not that. <laughs> I hope it's not that over the top. That would be so funny. Oh man, I hope they're just like, like fucking shapely like women-shaped trees. <laughs> what if it what if it's just like like a bush? Like it like it's just it's like super small and just has like some berries and like, Nah, that's dude, it. that's not nearly as good <laughs> as Jessica Rabbit the tree. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit the Dude, tree fucking gold star too. immediately I'll yeah, wait the three days I, to write the review if that's what they should right, like, wind up being you know my my inner my inner horny uh asshole just like really really wants like the bustiest of trees like I want a tree <laughs> with some hips I want a tree with some tits I want people to feel like it's uh, okay wanna... to fuck a tree <laughs> yeah yeah like I, I want exactly right yes Yes, I want to see. I want to see porn of the Ent Wives. If they're ever gonna do the Ent Wives, there better be a way for porn to exist. I mean, there's always gonna be a way for porn to exist, but like, I want it to yeah, be well, natural and not feel weird. I don't know if there's anything natural about wanting <laughs> to fuck a tree, Adam. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Uh, all right. So our next piece of news is that uh, Chadwick Boseman has posthumously uh, won an Emmy for Outstanding Character Voiceover Performance for uh, What If. Uh, and in some ways, I'm happy about this because I like Chadwick Boseman and I really did enjoy uh, getting to hear him play T'Challa again in the What If series. But I also think that his performance wasn't that incredible in What If. Like, I thought it was fine. Uh, like I maybe I should rewatch What If again. <laughs> I don't think I, I'm ever. No, I, I think your gut reaction on this that. one is probably accurate, Adam. My gut reaction, which is, uh, yeah, I didn't think that his performance was that incredible. I mean, it, it, this really just reeks to me of like, oh, this famous actor died, and you know, we can get we can get uh, sympathy points if we give him uh, <laughs> if we give him the. I award. mean, yeah, that's that's like, what's happening here. Yeah, it is. It's 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 unfortunate. undeniable like, truth. I'm, I'm happy for his widow, uh, and I'm happy. I guess I'm, in a weird way, I'm sort of happy for the MCU in general, because uh, it's like, hey, congrats, you won an Emmy. I guess I I uh, can't feel but, like she would care if I was in her position. I don't know that I would care. In her position, are you talking about Chadwick Boseman? His widow. Oh, his widow. Obviously, oh. he doesn't care. I mean, she. Right, yeah, okay. I was I was confused for a second there. My bad. Uh, no, I mean she she went to the Emmys and I think she accepted the award on his behalf, uh, which is like kind of kind of nice. I, I mean, I guess. you're not gonna not accept know. an Emmy. You're gonna go there and get that. But like, right? Uh, yeah, I. It's just I I'm just still very sad that he died. I think it's such an incredible. I mean, he was only forty three. And that's just such a goddamn tragedy. Like, he had so much more to give to the MCU. Uh, and, like, that's... We're never gonna see that. And now T'Challa is gone from uh, the MCU forever. And that's just... That's always gonna... That's always gonna hurt me a little bit. That's always gonna be like, ah. What ah, could have that's, been? That's the what if... That's the what if episode I want to see. Is what if Chadwick Boseman didn't die? Mm. <laughs> and what if they made a bunch of movies with him Not in Not a bunch. <laughs> three at the most. No... Uh, I mean, he definitely would have been in Black Panther he too. Would have. You're like, right. He would have been the Black Panther. That's, that's for, for sure. sure. Uh, and he probably would have been in the next set of Avengers movies, mm. uh, whatever they're called. What is it? Like the Kang Dynasty and uh, Secret Wars. Probably. I'm sure, he would have been in that. You know, Adam, just to throw uh, salt on the wound for this one, since we already opened this can of worms, I actually think that was one of my least favorite episodes of that stupid uh, What If show. Oh, was the Star Lord yeah. episode? Yeah. Really? The, wow. It was just. Okay. First of all, I don't even remember him narrating in it, so I'm I'm glad I'm glad you reminded me that that happened because I would have no idea what you're talking about otherwise. But that was one of the dumber premises of that show. Like I mean, the premise was fine, was I guess. The execution was just hilarious. Yeah, like if Star Lord was a different the, guy, the everything would be hilarious. perfect. <laughs> it's yes. the most asinine like, storytelling fan fiction bullshit I've ever it, yeah. seen. I mean, it really, like, I wonder if, like, how much of the script was written before he died. I mean, no, it must have been written before he died because he recorded the lines. I just think it's really funny that it's like, you know, oh, this guy who died, if... Uh, yeah, he's the fucking the actor, hero yes, of space. But, I know. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of Yeah, he's the hero funny. of space now. 
And if he had been in space, and if st and if uh, Peter Quill uh, had not been taken, uh, everything would have been infinitely better. <laughs> yeah, like everything. Every, is everything is a hundred percent improved. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> It is pretty stupid, you know, when you really think Fucking about it. Fucking Thanos, like, all he needed was the power of friendship. T'Challa can fix anybody. Yeah, all Thanos, and, and all Thanos needed, truly, was a therapist. Yeah. That's all Thanos needed. He needed someone to talk through his issues with and not go on a murderous rampage where he killed half of yeah. everything. Or somebody just talk uh, him into doubling the world's resources rather than having the population, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things you could do. I mean, you can do basically anything with the Infinity... Yeah. But so, what you right. shouldn't have did was have him basically just call it quits and be like, you know what? I am a good guy after all, and just get fucking vegeted. It's like, ah, oh, well, I was a bad guy, but since you've shown me the error of my ways, I guess I'm a hero now. It's like, this is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> Everybody in this universe is improved by the presence of this one man. Like, he just fucking radiates protagonist. <laughs> it is a it's like really, a shitty really contrived story. It's a very contrived story, I have to admit. Like, yeah, Definitely one of the dumber it's ones. It's not amazing. Definitely one of the dumber ones, unfortunately. And I, it's also only like only one of the three I remember. The only reason I think I liked so. it at the time, truly the only one, the only reason I think I liked it at the time was just the knowledge that it was Chadwick Boseman's last performance. And I really, really, truly like Chadwick Boseman as an actor. I think he's in, he was an incredibly talented actor. Uh, and I thought he played T'Challa really well, generally speaking. Uh, I also think that the thing that he did really well as T'Challa was his facial acting, which you can't see in an animated project. Uh, so they kind of took away a lot of the, the things about his performance that I enjoyed the most. So what are we doing? <laughs> like, what's the point of that? Uh, anyway, uh, our next piece of news is that uh, Harley Quinn has been renewed for season four, uh, which by itself is not like the craziest of news because it is a very popular show uh but it is pretty uh, pretty awesome news when you remember that hbo max is going through an animation culling right now and they're just canceling and literally removing like several different shows like tens of shows like what is it like 36 different shows that they removed from hbo max uh, but this one show, Harley Quinn, apparently has proven popular enough to deserve another season. And I'm very happy about that. Uh, how do you feel, Steve? Um, I still like that show, so I'm still happy you it's still happening. still like that I guess. show? All right. All right. Have you seen the third season yet? Or nope. Are, not yet. Nope, me neither. <laughs> I haven't even finished the second season yet. I've been meaning to. I just get distracted by shit really easily. Uh, as you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm terrible at finishing anything. Uh, you want to know what I've been playing lately? No, I'll, I'll, I'll save it for later. I'll save it for later. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very interested in, uh, the next season of Harley Quinn. Uh, not that I know much about season three and what happened in season three. The only thing I really know is that Harley and Ivy are an item, uh, which is already being hinted at and kind of has already happened in where I'm at in the show. Uh, the last, I think the last episode I watched of Harley Quinn was... Uh, when they were doing Ivy's um, bachelorette party, and and she and she and Harley like fucked like yep. four different times, uh, which uh, which was was nice. Gold star. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm so, <laughs> I'm such a lecherous pig. <laughs> like I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry, everybody. Like I I don't want to be a pig, but at the same time, like. When I was watching that episode, I was like, I was like, getting very excited. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is some good shit. <laughs> That's probably more information I... than anybody needed, but thank you. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry to everybody who has to listen to this. Asin, if you're listening to this episode, uh, I apologize profusely, but Ooh, uh, yeah, what? I'm a, I'm a pig. Oh, Asin is just this, uh, one of my uh, people who I work with who... Uh, has I introduced to the show and he downloaded a few episodes. Oh, who so. you just let behind the curtain to your life and now they get a little bit of a look at what kind of person you are out of work? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is really awkward. You want to know, oh God, I probably shouldn't talk about this at all. Do I'll, I'll, it. I'll keep this very, I'm going to keep this very brief. The thing that's really funny about this is that I'm his boss. <laughs> Not for much longer uh, after he blackmails you. Yeah, it's like, oh no, now he knows that his boss is like 
interested in stuff and that's gross that's kind of gross like hey tree people tree people (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i don't know what this episode is becoming i'm so sorry everybody (sighs) anyway harley quinn guy that told you to call me steve-o or whatever that is uh steve izzle i think steve izzle yeah okay yeah 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 that sounds right yep none of that (laughs) yeah you're like nope stop that right now Oh, my God. Yes, that is the guy who, who uh, said that. Uh, all right, we're going to move on to our very last piece of news for the day, uh, which is the new Assassin's Creed has finally been announced. It's been a couple of years. Not that I would know, because I still have not played Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but I will soon. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, but the new Assassin's Creed game is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, we're going to get more information on it next week uh i guess that like there was like an image that leaked and so and so ubisoft just decided to make a formal announcement and say all right yes you know assassin's creed mirage it's the next game uh i read that apparently this was supposed to be a a story expansion uh of assassin's creed valhalla originally but that they decided to just expand it into its own game uh and i guess it's going to star a supporting character in assassin's creed valhalla like i said i haven't played that so i don't know who this character is and i have no idea what his significance is uh but this new game is going to quote go back to basics uh and the one image that we've seen so far is very very similar to the original assassin's creed game with altair i mean like the guy the main guy on the cover like he literally looks like altair with a slightly altered uh costume uh which i am kind of okay with i really think that assassin's creed needs to get away from the rpg mechanics that they've been leaning so hard into lately i thought it was fun a couple of times but i think they've taken it too far now and it's kind of lost what makes assassin's creed assassin's creed uh and that's that's not good that's a mistake uh it's it's way too action heavy now in my mind uh, have you played any of the modern Assassin's Creed games, Steve? No. Like, what was the last game you played? <laughs> Brotherhood. Brother? Are you? No way. You definitely... I know you played, like, three at least. Nope. I Seriously? You didn't play Wait, Assassin's which one Creed was three? three? That was the one with Connor? Oh, the yeah. I did play that one. Revolutionary okay, that was War? the most recent okay, one, I, then. All right. All right. Wow. Really? You didn't play the pirate one? Nope. Like, none? Seriously? What the fuck? That's crazy to me. All right. Oh yeah, you're way behind then. Well, is there any? Ch- is there what? All right, Steve, I'm gonna ask you a question. What uh, time period would you be interested in in Assassin's Creed? Is there any time period that you would be like, you know what? I want to try that. Anything that you could think of? Um, is it gonna? Which Assassin's Creed is it gonna be like? Uh, pick one. I don't care. What What's your dream Assassin's Creed game? If you could, if you could make it however you wanted to make it uh my dream assassin's creed is dishonored Ugh, ugh. really i mean all right fine i guess so you want something like in that i don't want it to be first person though i don't like first person games all right it doesn't have to be first person but like all i want to do is like sneak up behind a guy and stab him and drag his dead ass over to a closet and stick it in there or or hitman i guess hitman also works like Ooh, that would be fun. Okay, yeah, the Assassin's Creed game that's like Hitman, like a like. Are you thinking like a modern day Assassin's Creed? Or uh, I mean, I wasn't. I was just thinking about the like the the time period's pretty much irrelevant because I really only want to stab guys from behind. I don't really actually want to shoot wrist rockets or like anything like that. I, I just want to stab a guy from behind. I'll take a Splinter Cell game if I have to. Like, I, I anything. Well, Splinter Cell has guns and shit. It does, so but if you're playing know. it right, you never use them. <laughs> really you don't use guns and splinter cell like, i mean come, what you're supposed to be quiet the whole time like if people see you you're basically true. already lost so yeah you don't shoot people an awful lot you fucking hang from the ceiling and choke them to death with your knees uh yeah i've never actually played or metal splinter gear solid cell, if i you have prefer. played hitman i have played hitman hitman is fucking hard holy shit there is like so much thought that goes into playing hitman and like i I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in Hitman, but you're uh, hitting some last... people. Well, uh, yeah, I know that part, but like, I I remember I was doing one level in Hitman for like fucking hours because <laughs> I was like I was like sneaking into this place and I hacked into a computer and I opened up a safe that had a bunch of weapons in it 
And so, of course, I took the weapons, but I didn't know what to do with any of the weapons because I was trying not to be seen. I was carrying around a katana on my back for a while. Sure, sure. And that was kind of neat. But, like, I didn't use it because... I was trying to not kill people, or at least I was trying to only kill people when I could get away with it. And then I would kill one person and run away, but then, like, I would inevitably get seen anyway, and I I just suck at Hitman. I mean, it sounds like you just suck at Hitman. I, I, I do, I do. I very much suck at Hitman. Like, I would, like, I, I mean, like it, hid inside this, like, basket thing for, like, literally hours. Not literally hours, but for, like... 30 solid minutes I was just inside this basket, like, scoping things out because I was trying not to fuck up again. And then the second I got out, I immediately was seen and started dying. Sounds like you didn't put on the right disguise. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that, uh, that's probably true. I, fuck, man. I mean, I I don't know what it is about that game. There's two ways to play Hitman. There's either the complicated, uh, setting up the trap where there's no way you contact them at all and you just have them walk to their own death and they get hit by a car or fallen over a pit into a meat grinder or something. Or there's the running through the hall, swinging a lead pipe over your head, clubbing people as you go. Like (laughs) one of those two things. Uh, that honestly, I feel like I should probably just do it the, the more fun way and just murder everybody and not give a fuck. I think that that would be like, I always feel bad doing that because I feel like I'm doing something wrong, but maybe I should just I mean, fucking if you're asking Hitman, like, you, you know are what? doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's Because, you know, you get all those points or whatever for doing a good job of never being seen and only killing the right target and fucking non-detected and all that. Like, that's the joy of a stealth game. That's what Assassin's Creed should be about, too. You should have to be killing these guys sneakily instead of, like, jumping off of a roof and landing on the guy in the middle of his fucking palanquin and killing him, having a conversation with him with his ass, and then action rolling out of there. The terrible you're assassin. So, you're right. You're really right. I can't even pretend you're wrong. Like that that shit is so true. That's the funniest thing, in my opinion, about Assassin's Creed, is that you could you you kill a person and you almost always kill them and you're when they're surrounded by enemies or whatever. Right. Like you are actively being hunted. Uh, and you like sit their ass on the ground and you listen to their final words and you say a prayer over them and you close their eyes. I mean, like you have like a nice, like two minute conversation with these people. And it's like, there are, there's everyone around me who's trying to kill me right they just now. Just patiently just wait. Like, it's his last words. You got to show some respect. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell me about, uh, your, your deepest regrets. I would love to know. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Instead, you should be, like, sweet. fucking poisoning his drink three hours before you actually even see him. How cool would it be if the, if Assassin's Creed were to, like, really, really lean into, uh, like, contextual kills? I think they I did mean, a little I think you tiny. would be really cool, but I also think it would just be Hitman, then. That's true. With the exception I think of they, the guns. They did a little bit of that. They did a little bit of that in, um, I think it was Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Like, you, there were different ways you could approach uh, the different kills. Like, the one that I distinctly remember is you could pose as a cadaver. Interesting. <laughs> and you could be, like, we, you could be wheeled in to, it was like a, it was like a college situation. So there are, like, all of these medical students who are, like, watching this guy who is going to perform a, uh, what is it? an autopsy on this dead person and you are the dead person and you stab him in the face nice. <laughs> uh and, you know when he was going to stab you and then you run away <laughs> all right not like, exactly subtle hilarious. but good i guess and so fucked up like like i just traumatized a bunch of fucking college students but like i don't care i got my kill and i did it well, in a very see, hilarious that's the cool way, thing so about the, the time periods of assassin's creed is you can do all these cool assassin thingies but there's no way to ever track it's you because like in hitman they got security cameras and shit but like in assassin's creed if you're not standing there when they find the dead guy you're basically in the clear (laughs) yeah i mean that is so true i've been playing uh i've been playing assassin's creed 2 lately because i i've been trying to finish it uh and then i want to play brotherhood and the and revelations because i have like the Ezio collection uh i was like literally just yesterday i played for quite a bit of quite a bit of time longer than i normally play video games which was nice 
Uh, but it's hilarious that I can, like, just murder everybody, like, go on a fucking rampage, and then I can just tear down, like, three sheets of paper that have my face on it, uh, and, like, we're done. Yep. Like, no one knows who I am yep. anymore. It's fine. Well, there's no Jumbotron <laughs> to fucking stick your face on or, like, text alerts, you know? Yep. Nope. None of that. Yeah, it's, it is great. It's, I, I love not having to... Uh, worry about cops knowing who I am. And DNA? None of that. None of I don't that. gotta worry about DNA. I don't gotta worry about fingerprints. None of that shit. Yeah. Get out of here. And if you're getting chased, all you gotta do <laughs> no. is stand in the middle of a crowd of people's conversations, saying and doing nothing, and people will just run right by you. Uh, yeah, you could do that. I also, I love to, like, you know, turn around a corner, just jump on a bench, and just sit there with my fingers laced. Sure, uh, yep. And they just run right past me. It's, it's, a, it's a grand time. Fucking hilarious. Love that. Anywho, so uh, we don't have any more news, so uh, I guess now we'll move on to the magic hour. Yes. Uh, oh, gosh. I feel like I should remember what happened last week. Um, I can't. You know what? I, I really I, I got nothing right now. Can you give me any kind of reminder Planeswalker about last war. week? Plane, oh, Planeswalker War. Oh, yeah. There was, oh, yeah. There was a Planeswalker War. But we don't know what happened in it because the book that they were going to release was canceled. Correct. Right? All right. Do I get full points yep. for that? I, I feel like that counts. As I mean, you didn't right, remember sweet. the thing, but you remembered after I told you. Hey, I mean, yeah, but I remembered things that you didn't tell me. Like I remembered details. I guess. I feel like that's that's something. Anyway, go ahead. What do All you right. Got for the me? year is four thousand one hundred and ninety-six. Ar, the Mirage War ends. Asmira sacrifices oh, huh. herself to free Mangara. Teferi repairs the timeline, and several years later, Sisse meets Tengarth. Oh, God, there's timelines in this shit? That's not good. Um, well, first well, of all, I think it's hilarious that the Mirage War ended, because we were just talking about... Uh, yeah, that was, that was Mirage. fun. That was a nice little that's, that's aside. shit right there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, all right, well, so how does... Uh, how often is time travel used in the Magic Oh, universe? man. That's More than you'd think. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. Time travel is a bag of worms. You don't want to fucking... You don't want to fuck yeah. with time travel. Like, don't don't touch time travel. Once you, once you fuck with time travel, there's no going back. <laughs> like, I mean, like it's bad. I can think of two... Now, three, three times when time travel was essential to solving the problem they were dealing with. Okay. Only and well, only three okay. times. So that well, that I can think of off the top of my head right now. See the, the Teferi fixing the timeline there. Teferi's magic is time magic, so he is constantly fucking around with time, but like on smaller scales usually, like on personal oh, okay. personal timelines of people. Like he can slow people down or speed them up or reverse them or whatever. That's usually what he does. But he's no stranger to fucking around with time. Like in the current story right now uh, that we're probably going to get to in three or four years. <laughs> but yeah, time uh, oh, time travel is time pretty now. important. Mm -hmm. Karn, you remember Karn, right? No, never mind then. <laughs> Who's Karn? Just remind a me. A planeswalker. He's made a. Go he's on. a golem. A golem. Never mind. Never yeah, mind. I, You're not going to remember. Really it doesn't don't matter. Remember that? Yeah, I I don't. <laughs> Wait a minute. He doesn't exist Sorry. yet. We haven't met him yet. Never mind. You're you're oh. forgiven. I All right. I forget where we are in the timeline. He doesn't exist yet. Yeah, I'm like I'm like trying to think of a. I, I feel like I would remember a golem. Okay, well he time travels. <laughs> okay, that's neat. I, I like that. I think. I mean, no, actually, I don't. Time travel is a scary, scary thing to do. Also, in any spoiler story alert: ever. they used time travel to rewrite an entire plane's history for thousands of years, and now everything is different. Oh, okay, that's actually kind of interesting. I, and they I saved Ugin's life, kind of. Uh, huh, neat. All right, well, uh, I guess now we'll move on to our humble opinions. So how about you, Steve? Do you have a humble opinion? Uh, well, I was week? gonna, but I don't, because I didn't finish it, because I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, that is that is unfortunate. All right. Um, I guess I, I, could do a, I could do a handful. I, I mean, I was going to do Rings of Power, but we kind of already talked about that, so I'm not going to do that, of course. <laughs> you can do whatever uh, you guess... want, as long as you do it quick, because i got to go throw up. <laughs> Oh, oh God, I'm sorry. Uh, all right, well, I'll keep this nice and sweet then. Uh, I have been playing Mario Kart 8, uh, <laughs> and I have finally started doing time travel. I can't talk. 
I have finally started doing time trials in Mario Kart 8 because that's not something I usually fuck with. How and, contemporary uh, of you. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I usually just do the Grand Prix, you know? Like, it's like, I don't really want to fuck with time trials. But in order to unlock all of the cart pieces, I finally Googled it because I was curious. And there's one piece that I'm missing and I have to complete all of the time tri trials. <laughs> Uh, I have to complete all the time trials uh, and beat the ghosts of each time trial. Yep. So I've been making my way through that. Uh, and in my humble opinion, it's actually surprisingly difficult. Uh, like, like it's going fine. Like, I am doing it. I've made significant progress just today in, like... What I did originally is I just played through the time trial of each one, and I thought that that was all I had to do, and then I was like, wait, I didn't unlock the thing, and then I went and Googled it again, it was like, oh, shit, I have to beat the actual ghosts Yeah, you have to one, win. Which, yeah, I actually have to win, yeah, go figure. Uh, which I did win on some of them, but I probably won on, like, a third of them. So I have to go back, and I have to do some of them again. Uh, in so I can actually get this stupid piece, but uh, like I said, I've made I've made significant progress today. I think I'm about halfway done with all the time trials now, uh, and I, I want to finish it. I'm I'm looking forward to getting it done and having uh, all of the fucking cart pieces finally. It feels like it's been so long since uh, I've been trying to do that, and it's it's finally gonna happen, and I'm very excited about it. Hey, congrats. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Very, very quick and easy, uh, uh, humble opinion this time around. So uh, those were the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye.